We acknowledge that this podcast is recorded on the unceded, ancestral, and occupied traditional territory of the Anishinaabe Nation, the people of the three fires known as Ojibwe, Odawa, and Potawatomi Nations. And further, we give thanks to the Chippewa of Saugeen and the Chippewa of Nawash, now known as the Saugeen Ojibwe Nation, who are the traditional keepers of this land. In some parts of Canada, treaties were signed with First Nations that gave incoming settlers rights to much of the land, while in other areas, few or no treaties were signed. Unceded land was never given or legally signed away to Britain or Canada. Instead, it was stolen and continues to be occupied and governed by settlers today. As we live, work, surf and play, we say mahalo to the Métis, Inuit and Indigenous peoples of Turtle Island and from around the world who have stewarded these lands and sacred surf spots for thousands of years. We recognize their amazing resistance, resilience, and strength in the face of ongoing oppression, dispossession, colonial violence, and injustice. In particular, we wish for justice to be brought for the murdered and missing Indigenous women and girls from across our country. We believe that for true healing and harmony to occur, we must reflect and make serious changes while working together as we move forward in truth and reconciliation. We can be better, we can do better. Welcome to Permastoked. I'm your host, Derek Hyatt. In this podcast, we talk to your favorite surfers and stand-up paddleboarders from across the Great Lakes, Canada, the U.S., and beyond. We take a peek into their lives and find out what it means to be stoked. Is it a natural state of euphoria, elation, a relentless commitment? I also talk to other Permastoked individuals with ties to surf culture, such as artists, entrepreneurs, filmmakers, musicians, philanthropists, yogis, and much more. Join us each Monday in learning from these field experts and enthusiasts while being inspired by their undying passion, insights, and rad tales. Permastoked is brought to you by Freshwater Surf Goods, your surf brand devoted to spreading the stoke across the unsalted seas and cultivating pride amongst the surf community. We do this by providing products and apparel that celebrate the awesomeness of both Great Lakes and Canadian surf culture. Stand out in the tribe by rocking our gear. Visit freshwatersurfgoods.com today. Or look for our products in a surf shop near you, such as Surf Sup Eco Shop in Concarden and Goderich, where you can also find me, Derek Hyatt, teaching surf, sup, and yoga. Would you like to try the fastest growing sport in North America? Right on, because Freshwater Surf Goods has its own stand-up paddleboard school. We offer basic and advanced flatwater courses, SUP surfing and surfing lessons in groups and both private and semi-private, along with tours, custom experiences, and SUP yoga in and around Owen Sound, Grey Bruce, and other parts of Southwestern Ontario. Have fun as you take your skills from, okay, to killer with a Paddle Canada certified instructor. If you'd rather stay dry, check out our Great Vibes Yoga Meditation and Healing Program. Aloha is a life force energy of loving and living in harmony with all my relations. 
Through movement, mantra, meditation, and breath, our classes reveal to seekers how to connect with their true self so they may spread great vibrations in the spirit of aloha throughout the global consciousness. We use powerful yogic technologies and the Hawaiian art of Ho'oponopono to calm the nervous system and leave you feeling uplifted and in harmony with mind, body, and spirit. Enjoy community and a chill atmosphere filled with great vibes and sacred ancient teachings delivered with humor and integrity. You've seen him on Vice TV, and now in this episode, I chat with the ice beard surfer himself, Daniel Shedder, aka UP Surfer Dan from the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. I had a lot of fun chatting with UP Surfer Dan, mainly because I couldn't stop laughing, and secondly, because we talked about such a wide array of topics including sobriety, surfboards, the expansion of Great Lakes surfing, skitching off Gordon Ramsay's car, growing cannabis, ice beard preservation, what not to try at home, spreading COVID-19 through your beard, and finally, his trident and dog Smokey. This episode was recorded on October 27th, 2020, underneath the moonlight of Marquette, Michigan. It contains explicit language and thus listener discretion is advised. This podcast also contains discussion around dangerous feats involving lakes and ice. Please kids, whatever you do, do not try these ideas at home. Got it. How's it going, dude? Pretty good. Just out here in the snow. Right on. What are you, you going for a hike or something? No, I'm just outside. Check out the moon back there. Holy man. Wow. That's amazing. Wow. You guys yeah. got snow up there already, eh? Oh yeah. It came down. What's up? Oh yeah. Here you go. Sorry about that. No problem, man. You're looking like the wolf man out there with the full moon. Yeah. Ready to run wild. Probably about two thirds right now. Wow. How's it going? Where are you located? Where am I located? I'm, uh, I live in a place called Owen Sound up on Lake Huron in Ontario. Oh, wow. So I used to, when I started surfing, I was out on Lake Erie, but these days I'm up here on Lake Huron. I, I really like it. It's a little more natural beauty up here, probably a little more like the UP. There's some, some bush and, you know, a little more wild up here, but not as wild as the UP, I'm sure. I've never been to Huron or, or Lake Erie. Oh, really? Or no, I've been to Huron, not Ontario. Not Ontario or Erie. Okay. Because, you know, I was checking out, um, you know, where you are on the map, Marquette. And so do you primarily do all your surfing on Superior or do you go down to Lake Michigan and stuff too? Yeah, I'll go to Lake Michigan and Lake Huron. I've caught waves up in Teal Lake, a little inland lake. I'm oh, proud of that yeah. wave. Nice. It's only maybe like a couple miles long. Wow. But it had enough wind to make a small. Really? Hey, enough fetch. So it's more than, you're more than just a Great Lakes surfer. Someone's supposed to be stopping by. Oh, so you, you, you get good waves over there, huh? Yeah, man. There's this place in not too far from here called King Carden. And that's kind of one of our real major spots out here in Canada. Oh, that sounds like fun. Do you yeah, speak I mean, French? Uh, <laughs> I should. My family's French. No, kind of lost that somewhere down the line. Yeah. 
I'd like to reconnect with that side though, man. And, and yeah, be able to do that as a Canadian, it's kind of embarrassing when you go to Quebec and you can't speak the language. Yeah. Have you ever spent much time in Canada, man? No, I only went across the border one time with my family down in Sault Ste. Marie. Oh, okay. I remember I seen smoke cigarettes and I got players cigarettes. Oh, nice. It's funny hearing you say down in Sault Ste. Marie. That's like really far north for all of us down here. <laughs> really? Well, yeah. it's over, I guess, from here. Yeah, yeah, I suppose, man. I don't think I'm allowed in Canada anymore. Oh, really? I got drunk driving. Uh, yeah, they don't let people drink driving. Yeah. You got to like figure it out with the court system. Yeah. So hopefully we'll get that all cleared up and be able to go to Canada. Yeah, man, for sure. I'd love to see you out in Canada. I think you'd fit in pretty awesome over here, man. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't played hockey. I haven't no? played hockey in a long time. No. Yeah, I think that's why I don't quite fit in fully as a Canadian, because I don't play hockey either. <clears throat> and I quit drinking beer, so isn't that a Canadian staple, drinking that's- beer? That's a Canadian. Or is that racist? That's right. Me and you have that in common, dude. I got sober like 10 years ago as well. Sweet. Yeah. I started cigars about a year and a half ago. I'm going to quit cigars on my sobriety birthday from alcohol on November 4th. You remind me of the movie John Candy. He's like, yeah, I'm on the quit smoking program. I smoke for 15 years. Then I do cigars for 15. Then I do the uh, pipe and then the nicotine patch. Like, <laughs> I guess it's all about vaping these days though. Yeah. I just gotta, I gotta quit stogies. Yeah. So do you, do you have your license back or? No, not yet. I got a surfboard here. Right on. Yeah, man. What model is that? Uh, a guy named Tamir Klein made it in Wisconsin. Homegrown surfboards. He's going to make me a board this month. My friend has a tattoo removal business. Okay. She's doing my tattoo for me, so I told her I was going to get a surfboard with her logo on it. Oh, sweet. And I rode his board the other day with a longer fin on it, and I was able to turn. Did you see that video on Instagram? No, I'll have to check that out. What are you doing? I was catching a left on that board and I really liked the way it was the way it turned. It was really easy to catch the wave with the tail is square. Oh, it's not too light. So it drives through a little better and I put a longer fin on it. So I was able to turn without sliding out. And then, uh, I found out he's the one that shaped it. So he hit me up and he's going to make me a board. And I'm pretty pumped about that. It's not easy to get bored sometimes, you know, dealing with getting people to make them and glass and, taking care of them like their eggshells and then art and the infinite directions you can go. I just like to get used boards or brand new boards now or whatever. I'll ride everything. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just rambling now. No, it's cool, dude. My first board actually came from Michigan. Uh, Dean Williams uh, up North longboards. Oh yeah. Yeah. I saw was... him riding a, a foil board before. Like, yeah. Way before the internet days, it was a boogie. <laughs> It was a boogie board that he made with hydrofoil on the bottom. Wow, really? Yeah, I have a, a fish that I got from uh, a guy in Grand Haven named Matt Rock Rockpile Gang. Oh, he yeah. From, uh, yeah, Matt, the surf movement guy. Maybe. There's so many names floating around for everybody. I don't know. Yeah. So what's the length of that board you got there? I don't even know. Oh, it's a nice color, man. 
I want to say it's a seven six, but I really can't read it. Eight foot, maybe. I don't know. I was messing around in the rocks the other day and ding the bottom of it. A wave came and hit me and pushed me down against the rock, and I put a couple small dings in it. I got a bad habit of dinging boards. I got to learn how to fix boards. <laughs> I was going to say, who does your repairs for you? Miscellaneous people that take forever. Yeah. And then I <laughs> It'll take a year to get a board fixed, and then I'll ding it, ride it right into the cliff, try to milk yeah. the wave all the way. Yeah, can't exactly take it down the street to, like, California surf shop. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like to borrow boards because of that reason. It's hard for me to pull off the wave, you know? I remember that um, one of my first boards I had, like, in the early 2000s in Ontario, the issue was um, I'd ordered it custom-made, and when it got to me, the one rail was just smashed. It looked like someone had taken a hammer and just smashed it. And I told the guy, I said you insured the package, right? He's like, oh yeah. And I said, you shipped it air, right? Oh yeah. No, he shipped it ground. It wasn't insured. So it came all smashed. And uh, like, it's not like I could take it to the surfboard repair shop. So I had to take it to like a sailboat repair place. Yeah. (laughs) Like they did an okay job. They didn't really know what they were doing, but oh man, the fees were astronomical on that thing. Yeah. And I don't think it really balanced out the the rails either. Like, I'm pretty sure there was a big issue after that. Oh, shit, I almost fell down the stairs, dude. Actually, I fell up the stairs. (laughs) I got new shoes on, so I fell up the stairs. I think falling up the stairs hurts more than falling down them. Yeah. Yeah, we got a little bit of snow. Could you see it? Yeah, man, I see that snow. Summer's gone, dude. You're absolutely right. I was thinking winter is coming, but man, winter has already come for you. I wonder what the replay will look like of me falling on the stairs. If you fall. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I might have to uh, play that a few times, like slow it down and then reshow it. People don't know how to drive in the snow when the first snow comes of the year, and I can't even walk in it. Yeah, that's true, man. So how's the surf been lately? Uh, we haven't had a lot of waves. No. Lake levels are kind of high, so it's changes the way everything's breaking. Okay. kind of got to hope for bigger waves, I think. Yeah. Some of our beaches got destroyed, completely gone. Oh, wow. So it is what it is. There's yeah, man. Waves in other places. Yeah. So what does, what does COVID look like up there in the UP? I don't know. I hear all different things. I heard northern Wisconsin got blasted with it. And then I heard there's like a couple hundred cases that just popped up here. So I just kind of stay to myself. I go yeah. surfing. I only know a couple people that have been exposed to it, but I hear stories. Oh, okay. But I don't really know what's true or not. Yeah. You know, it doesn't bother me too much. I'm just, I go surfing and I. I'm not really around with a lot of people when I'm surfing because you're kind of like to your car and then get out of there. It's cold, you know? <laughs> and there's a lot of people showing up, so I don't have time to talk to everybody anymore. Uh, it used to be like you go out of your way to say hello to somebody surfing, but now it's kind of like you'll show up and there's like 30 people there, or 40 people, and I just try to sneak in the waves and grab some wave, hog all the glory, and then skate out of there. Yeah. yeah 
So when did you see that change, dude? Like when did it pick up with more bodies out in the water? It's been an ongoing thing, but the faster it grows, the faster it grows. You know what I mean? Yeah. You go from seeing one or two people to all of a sudden you see like groups of five. And then, you know, it turns into 10 and then it turns into 40 or 50 people. And it's like, holy cow. But not a lot of people really are a lot of beginners. So nobody's really in the way too much that I've seen. Yeah. Not that, like, not that like, I don't know. I think the lake kind of takes care of people, like washes them away. If yeah, they can't, sure. you know, so not everybody's going up five or six are, hours. Are more people up in the whitewash you're saying? Not so many people out back. Yeah. But. All right, then. We'll see how it goes. So far, I don't think anybody's been. I don't think anybody's died surfing yet. That's that's so, a bonus, yeah. So what do you think, man, of, you know, the sport growing on the Great Lakes? Like, are you all about the stoke spread? Or? I don't even care, really. <laughs> Seems like a lot of people just want to show up and get a picture and say they surf, so it's not too bad. Once yeah. you get the real rippers hogging a, a peak or something, but you know what? Even in California, I can get a billion waves in a crowd, so there's not like there's a lot more surfers there yeah so i think i just think it's okay i think it's a cool place where people can catch waves and but you know it, it gets a little out of hand sometimes but i don't know I, right. try to be friendly. I don't like being ugly to people so i try to be friendly so are you yeah. a local dealer would you say like surfboard seller I've probably sold about a hundred surfboards, but I'm not really, I just get them to ride them and share with people. And if they need a board and they can afford it, then it helps get the next board. You know, people share with me. So I try to share with everybody. I know what it's like to want to surf and not have a surfboard. That's like nightmare. So if someone really wants to put in the effort and try, I don't see any harm in like helping people get their waves, you know? Yeah. You're there to show the way. So no, was there somebody who, I'm on a, I'm on a, I'm on a phone call. I'll, call you, I'll see you in a minute. Like, was there somebody that showed you the waves on the lake, dude? Or did you just discover I that? I just found him after I started surfing. I found him. This guy I just pulled up calls me Otter Man. <laughs> He's got a thick UPA. Oh, Otter Man. He took me smelting. You know what smelting is for fish? We okay. dipped the net. And I had a yeah. wetsuit on. And all the other fishermen weren't catching anything, but I was right in the middle of the river. But they thought I was just a drunk guy with a regular coat on. And <laughs> I had a wetsuit. So they're all gathering around me watching. It was crazy, dude. I was like the alpha bear <laughs> on the river with my wetsuit. Wetsuits cheating. Wetsuits are sweet. They really make everything possible. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a game changer. Yeah, I used to catch waves and then uh, in the ocean, and then when I came back to Michigan, I saw the waves. I was like, "Oh shit!" You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey. And now I really love them. Yeah. I still miss, I miss the ocean though. And I recently just moved back here from being on the west coast, so I sort of forgot about that. Um, you know lack of a wave period on the lakes like just oh yeah in a war with the waves sometimes like yep so the you battle dude yeah yeah hey man i noticed uh in a recent video though you were doing the stand-up paddleboard thing do you find yourself doing more of that these days or 
Um, I tried it on the waves. That was like the third or fourth time I've ever done it on that video. I, oh, I'm not a pro or anything. No, I like to I like to go out on it when the water is really flat. Yeah. You can see the bottom like interior. That's my favorite. It's fun to try on waves, but I'd rather just surf. I think. But I did catch one wave where I was like dropping in, and it was longer than my board. It was this new wave because the higher lake level. And I rode that thing forever before it broke, and when I finally dropped in, I rode that paddleboard probably a thousand yards on that board, maybe like eight hundred yards on that board. And I was like, "Oh, this is awesome!" Yeah. But it was a big wave, so I was able to turn it. Couldn't believe this wave. Maybe I'll get some video of it. I've never seen anybody else ride it. <laughs> it's a new wave. It's really big. There's like three peaks coming together and they kind of hold like the ocean. Yeah. You know, so like you got time to ride it before it even breaks, which is pretty cool. And it just gets bigger as it builds, you know, but I like to try everything. I just, I just don't want to have a paddle in my hand when I'm, I don't know how good I could do it when the waves are serious. Like yes, I'd, rather, I'd want a duck dive, you know? Mm, yeah my favorite parts about surfing is duck diving i find though being such a big guy i really like having that option when the waves are a bit smaller and i can't catch them very easily from paddling yeah dude it looks like you're in the blair witch project right now (laughs) (laughs) the moon keeps disappearing and coming back where are you walking to i'm outside I'm outside in front of my house. My buddy stopped by to see me and then probably bring me some fish. He likes to collect uh, mushrooms and fish, but mushroom season's over now. Yeah. He gets all kinds of edible mushrooms, chaga and morels and chanterelles and brings them to me. And then I'll have like 20 pounds of mushrooms and post it like I like I picked them all or something. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah, it looks a little frozen over for mushroom season now. Yeah. How was your uh, how was your pot harvest this year? Oh man, the frost killed me. Yeah. Wasn't good, dude. Wasn't good at all. It was a tragedy. It's not easy. It's not easy growing wheat. Nope, not in the cold winter fucking UP yeah. bipolar weather pattern where it's like 70 one day and then snow on the ground the next day. <laughs> Do you take any of that growing inside? Do you got like a greenhouse or anything? Yeah, I grow inside. I actually have the first legal grow house in Michigan. My patient oh, was the really? first patient. Yeah, I started with one light bulb. Nice. So do you got a so name for your brand? That's how I, uh, no, I just deal with my patients. I don't care about all that branding and trendy shit. I just, I feel like it's kind of overkill. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like market. Market a bunch of shit you can't produce enough of. Like, you know what I mean? Lots of regulations, man. Everything is regulated. Legal up where you are or over where you are in Canada or down there or over and over and under. Oh, yeah, man. Pot is fully, fully legal over here now. Yeah. A lot I, of people uh, are trying to grow. Yeah. People get to see how much work it really is now, you know? I just think it's funny how the whole sort of culture around it's changed. I mean, it went from, you know, you're a stoner, you're a bum to it's just like normalized. Yeah. It's crazy. The stigmas. Yeah. I, I like it. I'm a fan of it. I'm glad people are, you know, cause I remember seeing documentaries of people like coming back from the Vietnam war and 
being arrested and spending life in jail for smoking dope or stupid stuff like that. Yeah, I was hanging out with my bro- buddy Brian recently. He went to prison for growing weed just before it was legal. I, think, I don't know how much time he did, five or six years for weed. Wow. But he's an awesome dude. He's a super youper. He's going to be on uh, Nat Geo with Gordon Ramsay. Taking oh, him out really? in the woods to get, yeah, he took him out in the woods to get wild food to cook on his show. They oh. called me up and wanted me to take him out, but I was like, I got a better guy for you. I got a super youper, man. The guy's 65. He's got a 12-pack abs. He's like chopping firewood. He's you gotta check out the video. I got a couple of videos of him on my Instagram. I want to make it a YouTube channel of him. He's a classic dude. He's got a thick youper accent. He's rugged. Looks like some kind of Viking god. Right on. He's great. He'll build you a log cabin. You know, he's he can do anything. He climbs up in like fifty foot trees or who knows how tall trees. I, 30 foot trees, 100 foot trees. I don't know. He yeah. just goes for it. So, you didn't take Gordon Ramsay surfing? No, but they invited me to his dinner he was cooking out on Presque Isle and they left me up on the road. I was like, Burn. man, I'm here to sign autographs, not get autographs. I'm out of here. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, you know, all joking. But I, I grabbed a hold of his car when he was riding shotgun out of the island. Okay. And I jacked his car on my skateboard with my ice beard on the skateboard for a mile. And then he videoed me back flipping off the bridge. You were sketching off of uh, Gordon Ramsay's car? Yeah, dude. I made him video. I was talking shit. I was like, where's your drone now? Get the best shot you've ever taken. It was funny. But my mom had heart surgery like the next day. So I was like, hi, mom, on the video. I don't know if we'll ever see that video or not. Oh, that's not on your Instagram? No, I didn't take any pictures when he was here. I was like, I'm not I'm not going to be the paparazzi. I'm not. I don't. It's whatever, dude. Right on. So, hey, man, do you get, like, paparazzi out there? Oh, yeah, dude. Right after I did that, this car, like, blocks me in. And there's this hot Mexican lady from Mexico City, like, are you surfer, Dan? And I'm like, yes, I'm surfer, Dan. She's like, oh, my God, my husband said you are the only man in the world I have permission to kiss. I was like, all right, whatever. So I went to give her my cheek and she lip locked me. It was kind of a trip, dude. <laughs> it was right after the Gordon Ramsay thing, you know? But yeah, it was funny. Cause I get all these people hitting me up to do these projects, but I don't I don't know. Sometimes it's too much. You know what I mean? So what is it that sort of put you on the map? Was it the the ice beard thing or did something even happen before that? Um I don't really know. Probably the ice beard is probably what got the most attention. But then, you know, I'm in this really beautiful place and like all these beautiful scenes that I get to play in and jump in. And I think I kind of go out when nobody else really goes out. So I get to see it from a different perspective. I'm going to try to get some good video because I really like taking video. I don't necessarily always want to catch a wave. Like I want to get some pictures from the water of the shore when it's frozen. And um, just do fun stuff because I, I keep coming up with all these ideas because the wetsuit is really what it's all about. The wetsuit can make you do things and go outside and play and, and do things that you normally wouldn't even think of. Yeah. And so I'm hoping to get some video of these ideas that just pop in my head and then share them and be like, I told you. You know what I mean? What's Without saying what it is. Um, Man, it doesn't stop sometimes when the coffee's kicking in and I'm riding down the road. <laughs> but one thing I want to do is I want to make 
Um, so I don't know if I should say it. it's pretty dangerous. I hope nobody dies. Okay. But I want to make I want to make slip and slides through the ice pack buildups and have shoots like in the Goonies when they come flying out to see like one eyed Willie to get the gold. They come flying out of the wall. I want to do that out of the ice walls and land in the waves and stuff. Doesn't that sound like fun? Yeah, man, that sounds pretty fun, actually. And then I invented a new sport. I want to, um, you know, in Hawaii, the big wave surfers carry the rocks underwater. Okay. And they run on the bottom of the lake. Well, I want to do it under the black ice and get the drone shot of us racing underwater, pushing up against the ice. And so you can go further. And if you don't make it to your hole, you're pretty much toast. You know what I mean? You got to have a hole yeah. and come out. Maybe a safety hole along the way, but I don't know. Guess what, though? My phone is just about to die. I'm at 2%. All right, man. I guess we just have to uh, take this for what we can get. Yeah, it was fun, dude. Yeah, so, hey, is the, uh, you know, the weather, I know it's snowing, but it's is it cold enough for the ice beard yet, or is it going to take a little longer? I don't know, really. It just kind of happens. I don't really ever pay attention to the uh, temperature. But there's ice on the ground, so you could probably ice beard right now. Yeah. I don't know. Ice beard's fun. Your beard is rocking, dude. You're going to get an ice beard. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Just keep growing it. I have no plans to stop. Man, I shaved it off at the beginning of COVID because um, I didn't have a barber to trim it. And, man, that was like the biggest regret of my life. I felt I did the same thing, and then it grew back, and I just quit shaving it. Yeah, I just felt like I lost my manhood when that happened. Like I didn't felt know like it was I a COVID that. collector, dude. The beard didn't it feel like a COVID collector? <laughs> the beard, like everywhere you go, your beard's just catching COVID for you. And like, is that a good thing? Is it like a filter, or is it? Yeah, I suppose like our beards need a COVID test of their own. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to take my ice beard and, and surf in a bunch of different spots and then like freeze the ice beard and have it tested. Cause I heard the guys in uh, Chicago are getting cancer unless they're just saying that to keep people away from the waves. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, man. I think you got to preserve that ice beard and take it to someplace tropical, like do the ice beard in Hawaii, California. Dude, I had a big ice beard in the freezer, but I ended up inhaling it cause it turned into gas from a solid state. It sublimated into my lungs, dude. Dude, I inhaled my ice beard, bro. Wow. I, I breathed in my ice beard. Every time I'd open the freezer, boom, ice beard in my lungs. It just got smaller and smaller and shrunk away. It's the ephemeral beard, dude. Hey man, I gotta ask you though about I gotta ask you about your trident, man. Oh, I got that in a music video from uh Quebico. Okay. Biko, the video is called In Time, where I play Poseidon, but I changed the name to Poseidon because I'm Dan, you know? Nice. And my buddy Eric Schleicher actually shot that video. So you can check that one out. It's Biko In Time. I like that one because the end is my favorite part. When you see the end, you'll you'll understand. But I had a little wimpy beard in that one. And, you know, I was kind of chubby. You know what I mean? Yeah. You'll like it. My dog's in that video. He went to heaven just before Christmas. Dozer. My dog Dozer. Oh man. If I do an action figure, I want to have Dozer be like the sidekick action figure. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Sorry to hear that, dude. That's pretty devastating. He's Did a great you know dog. Surf? 
Uh, he served a couple times, but he didn't like it. But my new dog, dog Smokey, little uh, mini schnauzer, nice. he likes to ride on the nose when I serve. Right. But the last time I had him out on my paddleboard, he drank too much water too quickly. It was a hot summer day, and he ended up almost dying from drinking too much water. Oh, jeez. I can't remember what it was called, but it was like, it was a scary moment. Seriously. Hey, but does yeah, he have dude. enough fur to get an ice beard of his own? Oh, yeah. When I first got him as a puppy, I saw him underneath the bed, and I was like, he's got a nice beard because he had a little, he's got a white beard, the schnauzer beard, you know? But yeah. my brother just had him cut, and they cut his beard. Okay. But I don't want to, you know, he gets, he gets ice balls, like when it's like, you know, when the snow's really sticky. And he's got longer hair. He'll run through the snow and he'll turn into like all these ice balls. Yeah. Atlas Obscura, bro. Atlas Obscura. Nice. I know that word, dude. I have no idea what that word means. Stellar dendrites, bro. Those are snow powder snowflakes. Oh. Stellar okay. dendrites. Atlas Obscura is when the balls of ice roll in the lake and they become balls. You ever seen them when they ball up? Yep. Yeah, that's the Atlas Obscura. Okay. I held one up like I was Atlas, and then that's when I found out it was Atlas Obscura. Oh, sweet. It was cool that I did that before I even knew what it was. Dude, I do, know, do, you know know the word, uh, do you know what the word was Sashka means? No. It's the Ojibwe word for the lake has white caps. How do you say it? Wasashka. I like that, dude. Yeah, I just learned that because across the lake from you on the Canada side, they have a gathering. It's called Wasashka, the surf gathering. Wow. Um, <laughs> it's up to a place called Terrace Bay. Huh. Well, maybe I'll get some of my native homies to come check that out. Yeah, I think so. I, I can't wait to go up there when this COVID thing is out of the way, hopefully one day. Yeah. Hey, man, do you travel with that trident? Like, is that thing on you all the time? No, just once in a while we take them out and play. <laughs> I'm at 1%. This phone could die. Yeah. I'm sorry about that, bud. Hey, no problem, man. It's, uh, it, hey, man, we'll just do this as long as we can. It's Man, it's awesome meeting you and just, you know, getting the chance to, to chit-chat. And, uh, yeah, man, I hope we can hang out and go surfing together sometime. Yeah, check out the video, the end, the end scene, the uh, right return to the sea with the trident. That's my favorite part. Okay. <clears throat> You'll like it. <laughs> I will check that out. That's all for episode number 17 of Permastoked. I hope you all enjoyed listening or watching. Again, I want to say mahalo to Daniel Shetter, a.k.a. UP Surfer Dan, the ice beard king himself. For coming on the show and dropping nuggets of wisdom, honesty, randomness, and of course, hilarity. Thank you for the laughs, man. You can connect with UP Surfer Dan by joining him in the frigid surf on Lake Superior in the middle of winter. Or if you're not into that, you can visit him on Instagram at UP Surfer Dan. But be sure to watch the Icebeard Surfers of Lake Superior, local legends, Surfer Dan by Vice TV on YouTube along with Surfing the Freezing Waters of Michigan, Tadgy Grows and Icebeard, also on YouTube by Vice TV. And as Daniel mentioned, you don't want to miss his portrayal of Poseidon as he stars in the music video In Time by Kabiko, also on YouTube. Check it out and mahalo Surfer Dan.
We would like to give a big mahalo to Mark Malibu and the Wasagas for providing our intro music, Hey Chihuahua, off their 2009 album, Crash Monster Beach, and our outro music, End of Summer, off their 2017 album, Return of the Wasagas. For more information, visit www.wasagas.com and check them out on Spotify and iTunes. And of course, mahalo to all you listeners out there. We are so grateful that you chose to join us for this episode. And we look forward to providing you with even more awesome content in the future. More episodes are definitely on their way. But in the meantime, make sure to go back and listen to our previous episodes. And don't miss an episode ever again. Subscribe on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, or wherever you get your podcasts from. You can even listen on Spotify or the Alexa app. And you can even watch the show on our YouTube channel. Please let us know how we're doing. Leave us a rating and review. And don't forget to share with your family and friends over social media or by spreading the word in the lineup. To learn more about Freshwater Surf Goods and to check out our products and services, visit freshwatersurfgoods.com. Sign up for our newsletter so you can stay up to date on new products, new episodes of Permastoke, events, our SUP and yoga schedule, and other exciting news. Don't forget to follow us on social media as well. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Freshwater Surf Goods. But if you're a part of the surf or sup community, or a surfaholic wanting to connect with your tribe and stay informed as to what's happening all across the Great Lakes and Canadian surf scene, then join our Facebook group, the All Canadian Surf and Sup Club. At Freshwater Surf Goods, we are currently in need of artists and graphic designers to help us with new product designs. We need photographers to provide Great Lakes in both East Coast and West Coast surf photography. We need musicians for music on the podcast. Hey, we want to make this a real community effort and have you all be a part of it. Or if you have an idea for collaboration, would like to recommend a future guest, would like to invite me to an event or book me to teach supper yoga, or if you'd like to carry our products in your store or you're interested in being a sponsor of the show, and for anything else, hit me up on social media or email me at Derek at freshwatersurfgoods.com. That's Derek spelled the Viking way. No double R's or C's, just D-E-R-I-K at freshwatersurfgoods.com. I look forward to next time and getting to know you all better. In the meantime, I'm your host, Derek Hyatt. Mahalo, freshies. Keep surfing and stay stoked. <laughs>